0: like working with our crew though. I say that all the time. It's like, no swearing, no swearing, no swearing. Come on guys. <laughs>
1: See the red light. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Welcome to Scuttlebutt Bud Podcast. I'm Rich Mellon.
2: I'm Sandy. And we are here with our guests today from, um, On Point Adventures. Yes. Charlene yep. and Josh. So thank know. you so much for joining us. We're uh, sitting in the living room in our house yeah and uh you guys have had a busy day
3: (laughs) it was early this morning yeah for sure we went got up for ducks
1: it didn't work out (laughs) no ducks nothing we saw one one
3: we saw one yeah it didn't come close and we didn't shoot anything we didn't shoot around
1: It's it's tough, a lot of people don't understand this part when when you're doing a TV show. But they are here in uh, Northern Alberta, where we uh, also live, and it's a busy time of the year right now. Mm -hmm. You guys, of course, doing, uh, I guess you're you're, you're branching out. Originally, you were in the the mostly just in waterfowl and and, uh, hotline. uh,
3: The last couple of years, the waterfowl have just been, I mean, it's been interesting with the weather and stuff. And so playing against that, we've definitely Dove into more
1: filming now with the blood. Uh, like. Right, yes. right. But you, you can't make it always happen when you want it to happen, and that, that's, okay. a, that's a that's big deal. Is is uh, you've got such a limited amount of time, okay. and especially this year. I mean, with with uh, with waterfall. I mean, you're rolling the dice every day. Because yeah. I mean, we've had how many snowstorms already here in the middle of October? Yeah, and then getting
3: <laughs> into fields because I mean, crops are not off. Yeah. So no. they don't even want you in there, let alone walking in. I mean, we haven't driven into a field in a long time either. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's too soft or they don't want you in, which is fine. I mean, we've done tracks across fields, packing yeah. decoys and setting up, and then you sit and you hope, right? Yeah. It's, just like, it's just like hunting anything.
2: Yeah. Right,
1: Bucks and hope. ducks never, never show up when you want them. No. no. <laughs> well, your guys' show is about the dog focus, the, working, working with dogs in the, in in and the, the hunting. And we'll get to that. But first, everybody wants to know the dirt about you two. What <laughs> what want to know the inside story here? Oh <laughs> When so did scary. you meet? <laughs> I'm telling you that was for her. <laughs> I guess
3: what he said. He's like, I'm gonna pass that question to you. Um, <laughs> Josh and I met what four, four years ago. Yep. My brother was actually, um, my dad and my brother were looking at getting a dog. Um, they do a lot together and they were talking to the GSP and I was telling a friend who said, well, I know a guy, put me in contact with Josh. Um, you were about to have a litter on the ground. Yep. About to, no, you were just going to breed Gypsy. Gypsy was just being bred. Anyways, and we just got talking and things just kind of took off from there. And we just kept talking and kept talking. And Dude,
1: you're my hero. Everybody uh, says either either go to the the uh, grocery store to pick up chicks or have a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean,
3: there's a whole lot, but that is really the gist of how we ended up together and stuff. And I mean, he just had this big idea, and then I was invited to. Um, a friend of his place, and with a whole bunch of people who just wanted to get together and do something. And all of these people had GSBs, and you know that it was like we're going to do a show, and we're all just kind of like, yeah, sure, whatever. it's a great time, you know. Somebody <laughs> pouring another whiskey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know it turned into a good time, or whatever. And and then I think, yeah, and he just kept going.
1: He just kept going with the ideas and that. This is what we were going to do. Well, obviously it was, it
3: was nice to follow somebody, you know, who that's has cool ideas and, and
1: keeps pushing. For, well, obviously we, we agree with the choice in dogs cause we have pointers running around everywhere yeah. too, <laughs> <laughs> but so where did the dogs come from? Where what's, what's your background? Where, where was the start and the focus on the dogs? Wow. Um, <laughs> so.
0: I grew up with labs and running labs for waterfowl. You're pretty good there. for all that. Yeah.
1: I mean, you turned out normal after. <laughs> <laughs> for running labs, but we're
0: gonna get lots of hate mail for that yeah. one. <laughs> Josh is not that sort of lab sorry to through that. So, anyways. Yeah. So when, when I moved to Alberta, um, got into the shorthairs. Uh, they're versatile breed. We can use them upland and waterfowl, and they're more of a utility dog and to, they pretty much outperform the labs, I find. Right. Not to insult anybody, but it is what it is. And yeah, yeah, it's your experience and yeah. stuff too. It's right? just to so a different level of what you're
3: looking for. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, did I miss? It? Uh, I understood at one time you worked with dogs. Yeah. Like you were, you were in. Uh, I did canine security. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay.
2: so what is
0: canine security? So just. Basically we have the same dogs that the police have, um, we had to get tested
1: the same way. So. Okay. Uh, ours it's, your, it's your favorite part of the cops show when they yeah, shake the puppy on them. <laughs> yeah, Josh, yeah. don't you have a
3: time when you left your dog back in the vehicle though? Yeah. Some,
0: sometimes you get excited. <laughs> um, mall security, which we supported at the time, had somebody go through that was pretty, they, they weren't in the best of shape. They were tearing up the mall and smashing stuff, mm-hmm. running through. and. So they called us Was like yeah i got the dog and i'll I'll come around the back of the mall but we had called city police and asked how far they were because that's actually their job and sue evans the canine handler for the city police she's awesome um she said she was about 20 minutes out so by the time i got there i let my dog out on the one side of the mall and she had shown up a lot faster and let her dog out on the other side of the mall Oh, and, oh that's, a, that's a different story. But anyway, I'll finish
4: this
0: We got lots uh, of time. Both of our dogs ended up catching the guy at the same time. But the problem is when you have two dogs like that, if you go in and try and separate them, they're going to end up in a fight. So we right. basically had to let them chew on the guy. And so <laughs> we've seen an opportune moment. That's rough. You know, but there was yeah. another time yeah I went in there and I forgot I just I ended up bailing out of the car to chase the guy and left my dog in the car and it was a oh. two-mile run <laughs> and Sue Evans was in the RCMP parking lot and she had the guy in handcuffs when I got there and she's like where's your dog oh oh he's in the car man I needed the ex <laughs> no. no.
3: oh,
1: Yeah. Just- like, no. <laughs> My favorite story when it comes to the to uh, letting the dogs loose to chase out a suspect, um, our Her son, our yeah. son was there with the our son is a, a, a paramedic, our oldest boy is a paramedic with the city of Red Deer. anyway, at one point this guy wasn't behaving, and so they had the dog uh, chasing down and he stops and and uh, you know he's being obedient or whatever, and then for whatever reason this guy up in cold cox the dog officer, like the RCMP, oh, dog controller. Well, he learned a, an incredible lesson right on the spot. Because Matt said by the time they got the dog off of him, he, he was standing he said he literally had, all that was left of his, his pants was he had a belt and one pocket and that, everything else was, was ripped off him. He said a big hump bit ran out of his thigh. Oh He said, here's the, the, the important lesson he learned, he says, is that the officer doesn't have to be conscious to send the dog. He has to be conscious to call it off. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: yeah. The, the cool thing about the way those dogs are trained is they're actually, I don't know if you've seen it with the bite, um, yeah. with the bite suits in yeah. the arm is the dog is told to, to, to bite and hold on. Their, their right. job is to hold a suspect. Yeah. Now in his case, um, the dog kept having to go for another bite because what the dog was holding on to yeah. wasn't, wasn't holding. Yeah.
1: The guy had had knocked out the handler. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't know, you don't know how the dog reacts. Like, could the I mean, dog keeps doing his job until he's told to stop. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: That's and they an have certain commands too. don't. Would
1: that, would that have, uh, um, would it have any, or make a difference in that because it was the handler because that, that, that dog was, you know, that was the dog's master. Oh, hundred percent. It, yeah. it, it would react a lot, a yeah. lot more. Would it, would it,
0: right? it, even if the handler was conscious, it would have been harder for him to get the dog off because mm-hmm. the dog would have been elevated that much more.
1: Yeah. 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 Cause it was a threat to his person. Yeah. It wasn't,
0: it wasn't a job at that point. It was a personal threat.
1: Yeah. 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 So <laughs> he well, that's cool.
2: That's really interesting. So then what sort of dog did you use in that instance? Was it was that uh, a shepherd? It was a
0: shepherd. Yeah. I, I've never handled a, a Malinois. I'd love to. They're incredible dogs. A what? Malinois.
3: Those are they look like regular
0: shepherds. Yes. To, to, to people who just I mean look at dogs and know what they are, they look like almost a black shepherd. They oh, okay. A lot darker. They're
3: not a. There is a wow. black shepherd, but, but they're smaller.
0: Yeah, they're about half the size
1: and they're way more athletic.
3: Yeah. And
1: they're, they're crazier. Yeah. That so, term that term covers the black genetic is what it is because yep. you get. You get black coyotes and black bobcat and the same thing, Meloie.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they're a Belgian version of the shepherd, Belgian Melanois is what they're called and they're a so different
3: dog, but just to a, you know, if you were just looking if most people would probably call it a shepherd
1: Yeah, well, or black shepherd. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You hear that all the time. Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 But it's like, no, it's actually a completely different breed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They're,
1: they're different. So where are you from originally? Originally I'm from
0: Ontario. Okay. And we're about to Uh, St. Catharines. Oh, we won't hold that against you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was born and raised out here and we always look at, you know, the East. When the wind blows out of the East, we got a storm coming and that's about the best thing comes out of the East.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which is really funny because, you know, we were talking about, you know, um, when we first got together and the very beginnings of On Point and stuff, we started with 14 people interested. Holy. And we, we lost a few in wages with the commitments and the jogging around and some people just couldn't do it and it was fine.
1: That and would then, be like herding cats. <sighs> <laughs> it was bad.
3: That is what <laughs> we say <said> politely. <laughs> yeah. It eventually, you know, and then, I mean, yeah, like, you know, working with anybody and then working with something that takes so much of your personal everything. Yeah. Yeah. It really, yeah, we dwindled down in some, we're easier let go than others, and some were not so slaves. I really shouldn't even say that, sure. but, you know, and then um, yeah, like we just started as a big giant group.
1: So this, how long ago was you that? S- to get back Blues, to yeah. where they're from. Oh,
3: oh, yes, I'm sorry. You, you, start, sorry. I'm sorry. you yeah.
1: started in, in Ontario and then when we moved to New uh, Brunswick, to New Brunswick. And that's actually the point Shari was trying to make is she's the only Albertan sure. Albert yeah. C- oh. Albert on that
3: team. Oh! on That's where I was going. It's like we started with so many and now we're down to five, <laughs> six of us, I guess, including Jeff. There's six of us. Okay. I'm the only one from Alberta.
1: Okay. Everybody's from the East. And okay. Alberta, where we Alberta? Mostly here. Yeah. Really? I, I've been in GP now for
3: s- since '01, so 17 years. Yeah. Okay. I guess. And then before that in High Prairie. So it's oh. 16 years there so okay. not very and far away. exactly so you know yeah. it's just only two hours from here and i mean so the better part of my life has been spent okay. in northern alberta so yeah. and everybody else come from pei new brunswick ish
1: Newfoundland. New so what brought you from to alberta from new brunswick the money well it's <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs>
1: I'm
2: so getting, what kind uh, of work then? Like uh, the I worked deal? at a Ford
1: dealership.
0: Oh
4: okay. Um,
0: the dealership I worked at in Fredericton was awesome. They put me all through my schooling for the master tech program through right. Ford, but I was getting eighteen dollars an hour out here, and I'm getting I was getting forty four out here. Right. right. So oh, eighteen, 18 home. at home. Yeah. Yeah. 18 at home and forty four here. Yeah. However
1: probably lived better about 18 back there than you did in 44 out here.
0: <laughs> I was actually working three full-time jobs yeah. back, back yeah. 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 But is the cost of living that high there? Taxes. Oh, okay. You, you guys don't know about that. No.
3: <laughs> no. We're but learning, we're, but,
2: but yeah,
0: unfortunately
2: we're learning.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you mechanic and you
0: drove tow truck full time. Wow. And then I worked at an engine machine shop.
2: Wow. wow. Some of his best story tour trucks. To oh, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> wow. come
3: on. Pulling oh, vehicles out of trees.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking
3: guardrails down real, real quick.
1: You sit, you, you sit and, and listen to, uh, Matt when he's with the rest of the guys from the fire department, yeah. some of those stories curl your hair, like, I mean, like <laughs> old Lord. oh Lord. But they deal with in that black humor way, right?
0: Yeah, I pulled
1: ambulances out of basements. Like we have
0: black ice back there, and like during the day it's warm, everything melts, and then by five o'clock it
1: freezes solid. And yeah, like when things go bad, they go bad real bad. We don't have black ice like that here, do we? No. It was really funny because you always talk about you know people you hear mention about frost on the road, and it was so slippery and like. You know, what what, what what does that mean? I mean, we, we don't winter is here. Well, we were in Spain. We were heading in Spain. Do you remember the frost on the yeah. road there? Like, honest to God, it was like, you go into a corner and it would feel a white frost on the road. Also, it was just gliding like this, right? You're in the mountains there, it wasn't, wasn't pleasant. But I got okay. out and walked around on it. And it was really, really slippery. It was so different than what we were used to, right? Yeah.
2: And and that, is that because of the salts?
0: No, it's the because, of, because of the moisture in the air. Oh. So it actually, like, you know how your asphalt's porous? Yeah. This moisture puts a Fill layer on that. there and fills it so you have zero oh. traction.
2: So that would be the same in Spain then because yep. we weren't very far from the ocean that's there. Right, yeah. So yep. yeah, very interesting though. No, we don't get, well, we, we tell everyone we have a dry, cold,
3: Yeah. Dry, really, well, yeah. That's what really what it is. And yeah. when we get, when we do get that moisture, you freeze your bones here.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I can handle minus 40 outside here in a t-shirt to go out for a cigarette. I can't do it. Minus 20 back home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember years ago, um, we knew people
2: that at the hospital and they, they had nurses that would come from Montreal and they'd hear on the radio that it was minus 40 and they would be bundled up to walk a short distance or whatever, wherever they were. And it was like, well, it's not that cold. And we're just like, but it just is. I mean, it it's yeah. definitely minus forty, but it's not the same. No, not very It would be, it would be. A it's the same. It's the same as the summer.
3: Yeah. Right where we get Humid. plus thirty and whatever. But you know, people in Ontario are half dying because yeah. it's plus thirty there. But the humidity level. Is, oh yeah. You know, you can't breathe moisture. Yeah. Right, and that's how you get there.
1: I can't handle it. I can. I can always. I can always uh, put more clothes on. But there's only so many clothes I can take and off before why, I get That's it. actually, actually <laughs> why is,
3: is a number one killer. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't. Yeah. Even if you strip naked, it's still too hot. You can't continue to go. Yeah. Where you can still put 75 more sweaters on. Yeah. <laughs> you might not be able to move, but you can put still 75 get, more sweaters you on. You
1: still get the complaints from the neighbors about being naked and stuff. Like
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you move Josh is like, I have a six foot fence. Huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> we have no fence, but we always used to tell the kids when we moved out here. Start honking the horn at the bottom of the <laughs> yeah. hill.
3: clothing well, is optional. Like, and yeah,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. go, Mom! Oh my God!
1: That is a parent's mission in life—is to make their kids wiggle around in their skin, isn't it? Oh my God! Oh,
3: I, I, you know what's so 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 common <laughs> in my house growing up is so funny. I mean, not. Nakedness, but just it the conversation, right? And it was so funny. I will never forget. I had moved out. Um, I had had my son. Blah blah blah. And there was a time where I just I like, needed a place to stay for a little while. Transitioned to my own house, and uh, so I was back home. And my parents had well, my youngest brother was there. Everybody was still home, but it was different, anyways. Because I was, there. I got up in the middle of the night to go get a drink, and I had to go downstairs because there was no cup in the bathroom. And I'm like, so I go down the stairs and my parents' door is right at the bottom of the stairs. And just as I hit the bottom of the stairs, my dad comes in <laughs> butt naked. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, dad! And he's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting a drink. And he's like, me too, get me a milk. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, Why are we still standing here? <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? Why? What happened? Why did we stand here? episode of anything <laughs> Seinfeld so yeah yeah yeah, maybe, Seinfeld, yeah. friends something yeah. like that show, the show is, about nothing was, <laughs> <it> was, yeah <laughs> but yeah it was that was a, that was a funny one yeah you know,
1: so there,
0: there are examples Yeah.
1: you made your way out. yeah you ended up here did you yeah. end up in in Prairie?
0: no I was in Manning
1: in Manning yeah okay and you always have an interest in hunting with dogs or oh I always have I'm yeah. always running on dogs so. but once you got here then you the, you discovered the short hair, or? No,
0: I've always known about them, but I started doing, I wanted to pick another dog because I didn't, I hadn't had a dog in a long time, and I was like, you know what, it's got to be a short hair. So okay. then I started choosing breeders and, and going through bloodlines and doing my research that way. Oh, fascinating. Wow. Fascinating. That's what he does. I mean, like, he,
3: he knows. Well, when it's your passion, yeah.
4: then, then that's what you
0: Yeah. You I can spot you. a dog's genetics from miles away. It is funny. And I'm
3: actually, I'm getting
0: better at it. I don't know. (laughs) Like for instance, we were walking down the trails and there was a dog coming towards me and one come over over, and I said, how old's that dog? Eight? And he's like, yeah. I said, that's a Kenny pop. And he's like, okay, you're starting to freak me out. Who are you?
3: What is that? Yeah. I was like,
0: you bought that dog from Nancy Beth Costell in Ontario.
3: Yeah. And
0: that's one of Kenny's pops. And he's like, how do you
1: know that? Yeah. And the girl that was with me, she's like, man, you can spot genetics anywhere. Yeah. So See, that, that, has led to you now starting your own line. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know much about this. Um, don't laugh <laughs> too loud if I ask a really stupid question, but, um, you start then with what you, you take as the best genetic from two lines. Yeah. So the way, like we
0: have show dogs and we have hunt dogs and the ultimate desire is to combine both. Right. Absolutely. That's reason. Well, is, that's what I was going to say. I might go off a little bit here, but it, it's called Form Before Function. Okay. So we do confirmation shows to prove that we have the, the proper form of a dog so it can func- function in the field for okay. eight to ten hours. So that's your fancy dog show. Yeah.
3: So when you go prancing around the ring and the judge looks at your dog, what they're looking at is that to this breed standard in this book that we have decided is right, your dog meets what it should look.
1: Uh, okay. She really looked down her nose maybe, when she was doing this. Oh, <laughs> she did. They make me
3: crazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm next. Sometimes it's interesting meeting a lot of different people, especially different breeders of the same dog and blah, blah, blah.
1: But. Before, before yeah. we get back to that, I just want to step off one little tangent here then. What about the GSP the one best Show in New York two years two ago now? Two years ago. Was, he, was yeah. he good? He was great. That's,
0: That's a nephew. I would be a nephew to my male dog. Really? Right. Yeah.
1: No. Amazing. See? I I loved it. I mean, because so often you see like Fufu going around being yeah. best in show, sure. and to see a dog that like you can see that you know those those yes.
4: the,
1: the the great thing about uh, about the uh, the pointers and that is they have those deep chests, that, you know, the, those clean limbs. They're just hard working. Yeah. They got honest heads. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. th- there's nothing hidden about them. I mean, a, a flea couldn't hide on them. And, and and, and I, that's I too like why
3: that. when you watch the shows, the judge puts their hands on the dogs because how much can you hide yeah. in in a flushing. fluffy? Yeah, yeah. exactly a big fluffy dog, right? So they actually do put their hands on to feel the structure of the dog. But that's what the dog show is for: is to verify the structure of the dog is sound. So your form is good okay. because without that form, you don't and have function. function. Yeah, you're not going to have the lasting. Yeah, blah blah blah. So, so
1: back to your form and function. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 stuck, I'm stuck on CJ man. I love that dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah. I no I'm was, when he yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. 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 Well it also helped our lines as well too. Yeah, so, exactly. It's good to be. But no, it's and everybody's opinion on form is like between even Canada and the US, the breeders, um, huge difference. Yeah. So you have to B, I find, my opinion is, you have to be working these dogs to see what form is proper in the breed. Right. Like, for instance, the little female I just finished stock, like, she's technically over standard and a doggy bitch is what they call her. She's more, she looks more like a male than a female, except for her head and neck. That's what saves her. Oh, okay. Oh, but she's a little taller than I like them to be. A
3: little taller than standard. I and mean, she's, she's not, but she's just that little bit of height. It's a half inch. We're talking.
0: Okay, nice so wow.
1: standard confirmation then for a female GSP is twenty-four inches maximum to the to the withers. Withers, and and do they have a weight crop, a weight standard as well?
0: That's a forty-five sport. to fifty is at the top of the standard for weight for the females. In pounds.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so our monsters are all quite a bit over that. That's a sixty-two pound dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't think she was in that 45 No, no, not, <laughs> no. She's a
0: beautiful dog. But again, so I, I with a co-breeder that I've worked with, um, she's talking to me, she's like, do not downsize your dogs because of what you do. We hunt the waterfowl, the geese, the right. the upland. We could run these dogs eight to 10 hours a day. She says, you're gonna take away from that. But I've done everything in, I can in the show world. we won the best in show group first. We won, you know, breed. Um, yeah. So what I want to do is campaign a dog now. So in order to do that, I'm going to have to drop my, drop my size, um, which is like killing me, but I'm going to have to of, do it. So
3: campaigning a
0: dog. Yeah. You knew what I was going to ask. Sealy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, I don't know if you've seen her on my Facebook page. I was tagging her from, from Jane. So she ran a campaign last year in the U S she was the number one dog in the U S. And I'm going to ask you, take a crack at how much do you think that would cost? To show a dog for a full year. Oh my gosh! How many shows? Every show, like just, just everything.
3: everything, every weekend. You're so like fifty
1: shows.
0: shows?
1: Yep. $100,000? Wow. What do you think? Yeah, hundred fifty something like that. Sealie's
0: campaign was one point eight million dollars. What? Wow.
1: Okay. Did class. the dog did the dog fly business class too? Right, <laughs> <laughs> So and and then the next thing is how, you're, much, you're how much money do you think <laughs> how much money do you think you win at dog shows if you are I I'm imagine that's pathetic imagine that zero, zero. yeah yeah wow. there's no money unless you're in a purebred plow pro or the Yukon with special there's
3: you can get sponsorships you can yeah. there's um, specialties where they'll um, uh, it's not a specialty. Um, anyways, where, where there's some stuff, yeah, and boosters where a club will go, you know, we're going to put a bunch of prizes in and, and so you can win some things that way. And there are some, some little monies, but you don't win money.
1: So basically you're competing for a dog biscuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's,
3: it's a breed chill. Basically wow. like cattle, when they go to auction and stuff and they parade their cattle around it is for breeding purposes. This is what we have produced. This is what you want your dog to be. This is my bitch that I have available for breeding. breeding. Right. So people come to you and go, she's amazing, she's winning, she's winning, she's winning. Obviously, multiple judges are deciding you have the dog that the book says a GSP should be.
0: No. I want one of your puppies. Having said that, this summer with Dot, after her American championship, I brought her back to Canada and said I would finish her myself. I put her in six shows, eight shows, and I put four points on her. Out of 10. I gave her to a handler who was competing against the exact same dogs, and she finished her in two weekends. Wow. Wow. So what's the credibility on the... Same judges, same dogs she was competing against, but she finished her in two weekends. So, So.
1: yeah no, I, I can
0: see
4: that but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again it, you know,
0: it's,
1: it's a political thing too as well yeah. Well, and i can see that because yeah. she that, she would be well known she, she would be known to all the judges yeah. and they all either the respect her or judges, whatever judges. and yeah. 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 yeah yeah
3: so it it, it does so it, it the, sh- the show still has to be there mm-hmm. you know if you're going to be the responsible breeder and have be registered and, and be taken seriously as a kennel and as a breeder, you have to do the shows. Yeah, you have to. Well, but well, what goes with that bad. is all of the political. But Absolutely. taking away yeah.
0: from that, what it, what that tells me is I have a damn good dog. Yeah. And I knew yeah. I did. Yeah. Just had the wrong person at the helm. Yeah. Wow. So
3: you hire a handler. Yeah. Another fee. <coughs> of course. Yep. Yeah. Everything has a fee. Thousand More bucks fees. a weekend. Yeah. Wow. You know, and and Madison's amazing. We love Madison. <laughs> she's <laughs> our handler <laughs> and she and she absolutely loved dot and she connected with dot yeah was
2: well, able that to makes show her very very well absolutely too, right? yeah yeah wouldn't yeah. work very well if you had a great handler that didn't connect with yeah your dog. exactly
0: that's one of the things i told her with dot when we talked on the phone i said mm-hmm. you have to bond with this dog if you bond with this dog she'll do anything you want yeah and then like she was killing it right out right out of the gate with that wow. dog yeah
1: and so these competitions are all form. This is, this yeah. is just yep. that the dog walks and moves and, and the, trots. The
0: confirmation is uh, mainly movement because movement tells you so much about a dog. If mm-hmm. they're throwing their legs out or if the shoulder angulation is wrong. If you have a straight-shouldered dog, they don't have as much reach. Oh, okay. You know, all these kind of things. And if the, the top line's not right, like they're high in the rear, so they're going to be putting more weight on their front end. Right. So you see a lot of dogs with long thighs, right? And they their back end sitting higher than their front. They're putting all that weight on the front wow. end. So you don't want that in a working dog because they'll wear the front end out of it. Right.
2: Well all of our all of ours are just pets.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. We've had a few. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 They they're all lucky if they come here to, 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 to live. But we've we've taken to to Rescuing, I don't know. How many yeah. have we rescued now? Four. Four? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, you know what? It all has its place, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's part well, of we it. we have a soft
0: spot well, for if dogs you, if that you're gonna, need a home. If yeah. you're going to talk about that as well, a good point to um, bring up is about, breed. like Char mentioned about breeders and being respected, um, we have our own rescue, so dogs don't go to the shelters, and they're not yeah. given away. We have our own support group for breeders that run into this kind of situation. Yeah. Right. And
2: it does happen where, you know, people get into a breed, whether it's a, a short hair or whatever, they find that, and you it's know, not right. it's not the right fit for their family. That is, or the, their that
3: is the number one thing we find. People say she's out of control. I can't do anything with her. You know, she doesn't, she paces, she does this, she does that, you know, like, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you go over and you meet the dog and you're like, it's just a normal GSP. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the dog. You know, she's aggressive. She's blah, blah, blah. She's doing this. She's destroying everything. They have to run. Oh yeah. You know, like they don't have to do 10K a day, but it's just, it's the misunderstanding of when they got the dog, what that dog requires. And now they have. Well, there's a lot of people that look at them and go, what a beautiful dog. I want one of those
2: but yeah. they don't understand the time commitment that it takes the the need of the breed they need yeah. to run Absolutely. like you say
3: you know and you brought up watching Westminster and seeing um CJ win that's great but any every year whatever dog breed wins
1: yeah then
3: two years later is filling shelters
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
3: and it's because everybody said oh well, this is the best dog ever yeah, And I will tell you, I've watched Westminster my whole life, never breeding, never doing any of this. And the year the Papillon won, I'm going to tell you I want one of those. <laughs> Look at how cute he was. He got up right up in the cup there. And he's, just, he's so cute. I was a kid. I wasn't getting one. But, <laughs> I mean, I, it, I was right in there with everybody else. But it's yeah. two years later, they're filling shelters. And it's because, oh, they're so beautiful, I want one.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think part of you it, know. though, I think that – the vast majority of breeds don't get near the exercise no. from their owners Uh-oh. that they require. No, mm-hmm. they don't. Like dogs are one thing that, yeah. that people just do not do not appreciate yeah. how much. People talk about, well, I took it for a long walk she, on Tuesday. She'd be tired. You know, it's only Friday. But a dog. Could, You're a dog, tired. Our dogs went for, for two walks today. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean.
2: Well, and we don't. I mean, we are harassed. We don't even get dinner some nights. Yeah. They have dinner. <laughs> yeah. We don't have dinner on the table, and there's a lot of yipping and yiping going <laughs> yeah, they on gotta in go. it. So you know what? It's just as easy to take them out and let them stretch their legs and yeah. do what they oh, need to do. And then it's done, right? And
3: then we can have dinner in peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And the same thing at our place. Like, there's quite the routine now, and it's it's a little easier. But some nights they, you know, you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that. You're, you know, you've the dogs ate, and they're chilling out. So you're running around. I mean, doing the ten thousand things that you do otherwise, and then. Now you're just trying to sit and the dogs are unsettled and they keep getting up and they're pacing and Josh starting to lose his mind because he's tired and wants to shut down now. <laughs> and the dog, I'm like, let's just pause this. Let's just go take them out for a quick run. Yeah. And then that's it. It's 20 minutes. It's, you know, from start to finish, it's 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then they're all done. Yeah. And you know what? And they're all laying and just quiet. And it's yeah. just like, but that's, but, but you have to do that. Otherwise, you sit there and you're just like pulling your hair out. Like, just, yeah. could you just sit? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just sit. You
1: and know it's it? so good for you, too. Isn't yeah. The thing? Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, man. Oh, yeah. I drive. So good for the, yeah. <laughs> I throw them
0: in the truck. I go for a drive. I dump them in the field. They go for a run. I get in the truck and I go home. Yeah. Oh. You
3: know, like, and that's, and that's the evening. That's the evening routine, but when yeah. they gotta go, I mean, they ate a couple hours ago. It's, it's time to go.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and our
3: dogs, I tease because they're show princesses. They don't go in the backyard. Oh. oh yes. Really? No. Other dogs have gone back there. Oh. <laughs> or, um, excuse me, it's raining. <laughs> they lock on. They will swim all day after ducks in a slough. That's disgusting. Open the door and it's raining. Breaks on. Yeah. I don't have to go that bad Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> sometimes have to pull them out the door and make them go it's like you guys we're not going for a run just so you can pee get in the backyard
0: because <laughs> unfortunately
3: so we're stuck ha- in the city how many so. dogs do you have now?
0: I'd like to plead the fifth on that <laughs> <Same. Yeah. laughs> how many
2: dogs live with you? still pleading the fifth? yeah I'll <laughs> yeah, answer the first question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll deny
0: the second one so we have six in total? L- what? no Five. There are five dogs in our house. My son moved with. You're forgetting about Creed. In our house. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) Where to go? Uh We own six.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We currently own six. We don't have six dogs in the house.
0: Yeah. No. There's not six dogs in our house. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like
1: it would make a difference. We have. I'm not sure once you get to five if one more really makes (laughs) a difference.
3: Well, at least Creed. Is, so Creed is a male that we actually co-own. Okay. So, meaning on the registration papers is our name and, uh, well, Josh's name, I guess, and uh, um, Jane's Jane. name. Yeah. So she and she has them full time. We actually switched her dot, Creed and dot. So, anyways, Creed is Dot's brother. Okay. So okay. and and uh, Jane is, um, well, she's not a breeder. What do you call Jane? She's a handler. She's a handler. She buys and handles dogs okay. in the show and stuff. She's she's quite respected down there. She does a lot with the GSP club. And what else does she handle? Whippets. Yep. She loves her whippets. So and she's got. She's in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. She's in Ohio. Does she live in Ohio?
0: She sure does. Yes,
3: she does. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I was like, I know she lives there. But yeah. So and um. So we co-own. So on the registration papers, it's both of our names and. It comes with some benefits and stuff, too. So, yeah. yeah I
1: want to hear about the story now where you went out and got drunk and you woke up as a TV star.
3: Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> that's how that happened. Oh, my God. This, I don't know this
4: story. She was just talking
3: about it. She <laughs> was just it
4: talking feels about like about sometimes. It. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I went off on a way tangent and I was going to come back to say I'm the only Albert on the team. <laughs>
0: It goes back to the tax shack.
3: It, yeah, the tax shack. Oh my Claremont. <laughs> no, so that's that meeting, and it was. Uh, I mean, I still have all the notes, and I sometimes I like to go back and just look at this, like and Claremont. laugh. Yeah, like <laughs> sure, you guys, this is insane. But you know, you figure more minds, the better, right? Like I mean, you get all these creative ideas going, and well, <laughs> you just can't manage that many. So, but um, I think when we very first started, we had well fourteen at the first serious meeting. And then we lost a bunch. And then we had.
1: At the point where you were asking for checks. That's when a yeah, bunch left.
3: <laughs> there was a few that left. I remember having one discussion. I mean, right when we were starting, like we we're going to start a company. And we we're deciding, do you do partnership? Mm-hmm. And then the various forms of that Do you do corporation. This is what this looks like, guys. And I was getting serious. I said, so if all of a sudden something happens and somebody sues us for a million dollars, we couldn't imagine how this would happen. But this is the reality. You lose your house. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me, he's like, whoa, we're not, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not telling you we're going to get sued for a million dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, putting the commitment into this and signing these papers and setting up for this, mm-hmm. this is what could happen in this yeah. situation. Like we're being serious here. Right. And I mean, they didn't end up being on the papers, but they ended no. up moving. But, um, you know, we just kind of dwindled down and then we went to, we went to hunt for the seven of us, I guess. Yep. There was seven of us. Yeah, because it was, yeah. And then, um, you know, working with a big, giant group of people, eventually you realize that, you know, sometimes not everybody's opinion matters <laughs> in su- certain situations. Um, sometimes you have to realize that you need one, two people to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to, everybody has to trust in, in that and stuff and regardless of how you do it and there was a couple people that just couldn't get on board with that and it was like "Okay, hey guys but having a discussion with even seven people it doesn't stay on topic for long Nope. You, you don't get things as accomplished as you need them to be and depending on your group dynamic too and there's, then always, it was,
1: and there's always talkers and doers
3: mm-hmm. absolutely Man. And we had a couple <laughs> of... T- oh. My front door of my house right now, if you turn the knob the one way, it doesn't actually open. Because it was slammed so hard when one of the girls left. Oh, dear. Because she was mad at me. And I didn't apologize. <laughs> she came demanding an apology. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you know what? And, and, uh, but we just kept pushing forward. We just kept doing. We, um, I mean, we did our first season on Wild. A Wild TV, that was wow. I mean, we were all just like, "Oh my God, this is happening." Um, well, we, I guess we starting way back as we called you, right? Yeah, we called we we called you. We we said we have this How? crazy idea. How? What do we do?
1: Yeah.
3: And you were got right back to us and helped us out and got. I was content. polite. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You called us back as if he wasn't going to be polite. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> No, I don't even. I mean, I don't even know how you ended up with his number.
0: <laughs> I emailed Rich. Or, yeah, oh, he emailed. emailed and I emailed Rich, and he called me.
3: Yeah, we were on our way back from Manning.
0: Yeah, and then the next morning, Helgi called me. Yeah, I'm wild. Yeah, and then I, was like, I mean, wow, this happened fast.
3: Yeah, we were like, oh my god, had the emergency meeting with fourteen people and said, this is happening. We are going to Hunt Fest. You guys, can you believe this? <laughs> I mean, this is a huge deal. I mean, and wow. We went all out for that.
0: Huntfest was for so Huntfest. awesome. Mm-hmm.
3: We had so much fun.
0: That was when you had the dock diving. The, the dock, dock diving. diving, yeah. I mean, you so had basically, the Superman we, cape on, yeah. We. On, on river, yeah. So
3: we basically ran what turned out is like two things at Huntfest because we did the dock diving. Mm -hmm. out at the pond but we also had a booth so we had to have people organized for both because we needed dog handlers we needed reps out there we needed somebody on the mic we needed all of that but then we also built constructed because i mean go big or go home we built a giant what is it 10 feet wide is it 10 by 10 10 by 10 by 10 by 12 duck blind
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And I mean, we had it, I mean, all constructed, we had, you know, and I mean, all of our stuff and just information and two monitors going and video. And I mean, we videotaped. we were there and yeah. we ran the shows and we had a blast. I mean, uh, we slept <laughs> hard <laughs> after that. I mean, we did two shows a day.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, jumping and Yeah. <laughs>
0: And when you're dealing with animals in a live show, like, that's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> <We> it's, it's, <laughs> that's all I'm going
1: to say. It's a lot of work. We hunted one time. We, well, Sandy got that, that cougar. We were in Idaho. Yeah. And uh, we're doing the, the outfitter interview, right? And you yeah. remember? You remember what he said? He he said, well, we're, you're going to be hunting with my dogs. And he says, now, he says, the one thing that, they said, I'm not going to claim they're the best, because as soon as you, you, you claim your dog's the best, <laughs> then they let you down.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, total truth, absolutely, absolutely, oh my.
1: So, what was, like, you guys now have done it, you've, you, you've started a, a TV show, got it up and running that, what was the biggest surprise, the, the challenge that really threw you the most, that you didn't expect?
2: They haven't I had don't any,
4: know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, I just' no, like
3: I'm just like really like I mean, I guess there's lots of things you don't expect but I don't nothing really stands out, I mean, I think our first year was the hardest, I gotta say, mm
4: mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I think it was because we were dealing with a lot of different people with a lot of different ideas of what they wanted the end to look like, and a lot of ideas on how to get there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was just there's I mean lots of paths.
1: I can't imagine there that. There was like,
3: stress uh, and there was serious lack of sleep. There so many nights just up, arguing, it's, arguing, it's arguing, arguing, arguing.
1: It's so much arguing. more work than you than you'd ever believe, right?
3: It is a lot of work. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of I'm because things have just continued to happen and with a commitment of continuing to do it and, and I mean, you know, we talk about the fourteen people, we're down now to six. Right. There's five people actually in our company. And then Jeff, I mean, he's virtually in the company anyways. You know, and I mean, you can pretty much, and I mean, I mean, we have tense moments anyways. We do. But, I mean, and that's just working with people, period. And not in a bad way, but I mean, we really get things done. People, everybody just does their thing. And I think, I think other people don't realize, you know, when we say, so when we do our seasons, we film all of the, the hunting and, and all of that stuff. You try to do editing in the in the middle. And, you know, because, I mean, you, you're prepared. And then when you sit down to do your episodes, you would be prepared. And you're just going to slide this over and slide this over and double check it. We're good to go. That never happens. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, we've become a lot more organized, even just digital files. Oh, There's yeah. files of files yeah. of files yeah. now where originally it wasn't like that.
1: No, originally I'd, I and I, that was not us I, either. But. I'd have like 20, 20 folders, and every one of them, every the first file, and every one of them would be zero 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 one. <laughs> yeah, until <laughs> so then you have you have twenty zero 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 ones when when the yeah. time comes to start. Putting You're like, stuff what was together. I doing?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So we so then we do all that. So then come January, we usually put out our first episode about January 22nd-ish. We're gonna do something different this year. We've gone live live TV on the last couple, which is fun. We're going to try something else this year. Okay. But um, anyway, so after that, it is, you know, you do an episode a week, give or take. You do an episode a week. So the weekends, we usually try to do our sit-down talk-ups to the show, and then we go and we edit that. Make sure we get it all, which sometimes we don't. Sometimes we get a lot more than we bargain for when people – have a drink before they go on camera, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> but I mean things can get later. Later, it depends hey, on this how, is good. <laughs> how much how and much topic you can see stay.
1: See looking over at her, her they're giving her the high side like shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if we're allowed to say too it. much information. <laughs> Yeah. Can I throw something in for bread dog whiskey here? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the consumption level is. <laughs> but, you know, you do all that and then it's editing.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: And then you got to sit and edit. And as many people as can help. I mean, Jason's come over and gone through footage and, um, you know, you try to have it all organized and, and stuff. But really it comes down to one person sitting in front of the computer. And lots of times it's overnight. Oh, I know. Sitting in front of the computer, and then he's got to work yeah. the next day. Yeah, then he's got to go mechanic the next day, and then the next day you still have to get this done because it's got to be in. Yep.
1: Yeah.
3: And 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 uploaded the next day, and then now it's Thursday. You got it uploaded, perfect. So what are we what are we doing this weekend? Oh, what what episode are we putting together this weekend? Yeah. Now we have to s- decide what we're talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's so funny because I I might have had this conversation with you when you when you asked me about it but usually the, f- the people come to you and they, they want to they start a TV show and they say, oh, you're living my dream. No, not, because if it was your dream, you'd, you'd be living it as well. And then they go into that first season, and I say, you've got to remember, it's a grind. And, oh, we've got so much footage. I said, yeah, this year, this year. You've, yeah. you've probably been shooting three or four years' worth of hunting to to, to make up that yeah. first season. After that, all of a sudden, now you get that you have just to nicely produce done
2: episodes yeah every year. and make
3: it interesting yeah, and yeah. and and come up with the topics and come up with the stuff so. well and do it in a professional manner and we're right? still not in the habit of bringing a camera these are not light to pack no nope. yeah you pack that thing all day and you get six minutes which whatever that's great
1: Hey, I, I never also, had anything as small as this when we hunted yeah, those. Yeah, I was gonna and say <laughs> your
3: cameras are smaller. Your cameras are smaller than ours. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a GoPro is great, but it doesn't. It gets that fisheye a little yeah, bit, and that, I get you know. So, but you know, like you can use it for so, some things, abs- but you can't shoot the, the supplemental, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, like, and it's just, and then we do so many things. And like you said, you know, our show is so. I keep saying I want to hire somebody to write. You know, people say, well, what do you do?
1: You're lucky though. I mean, working with with, with animals, working with the dogs, yeah, like a lot of that that covers a lot of sins. That's that's like barbecue sauce and maternity bridal well, gowns. Well, it's kind of like Cause you could sit there and just let the dog run, and everybody would sit there and stare at the dog, right? Yeah, Cause, cause yeah, it's so cool, that, right?
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of why we went with on point adventures. Everything we do is an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but again, like we're we're gonna break into the big game scene this year because I've I've done so much with the dogs that. I want to give the dogs a break and roll into something else to just give something fresh to well, everybody. Well, you
3: went tuna
2: fishing. I know. Yeah, right. That's you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So you followed know. that on Facebook. That so was you, incredible. Yeah,
0: that was incredible. Lots of fun. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was one of the most incredible. I've shark fished before. Tuna is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's the action, you know, and it, it, if you like. The guys were teasing us before we got there, and they said, "You know, like don't watch Wicked Tuna because it's nothing like that." And it really isn't. Yeah. Like you, you see, being a TV producer now, I know there's stuff that's added in there to up the excitement level <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and stuff like and the that. And
3: reality TV, oh my! Yeah, well, right.
0: reality, yeah. <laughs> but this, uh, I mean, the guys, the guys missed the morning bite. We were out at six a.m. Mm-hmm. and they were just off, uh, and they're they're very successful. But there's little things that they do. Um, but anyway about one o'clock and I'm glad I, I decided to roll camera for this because watching Wicked Tuna I'm like, how am I gonna make this interesting, right? Yeah. So they're off the bite, so one of the captains picks up the phone and he's like, Okay, he calls his buddy over there. Where yeah. where are you guys? Are you seeing fish? Blah 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 and you know and they're like, Okay, you're about five oh one and you know, boat five seventeen Scott Fish. Real cool stuff for just B roll like Shar yeah. was saying. And then uh, he's like, okay, I'm gonna move over to the hole. So he moves over to the hole and I literally I set the camera down I cut up 20 mackerel, I toss them over the side, I'm walking up to the helm to get to the camera to talk to the captain, and I see two streaks on the sonar, and so they have these little bite rods that go over their line, that's right. it's taped to the pole, so you, you put the hook and the line through it, and then it goes up to the pole, and it stays there, it's taped, so when you get a fish on, it snaps that tape off, and that thing goes zinging down the line, so like we're, we're trolling. And all of a sudden that thing flies off the rod, man zing, fish on. Everybody's running around. I'm like, oh crap, I gotta grab a camera. (laughs) So I actually missed the missed the take. But anyway, so the guy that was driving the boat, Chris, he went down and he he got the lines ready while Mark got all the other poles off and that. And then Chris went back up to the helm and Mark's Mark's machine. Like he's like, Do you guys want to fight this? Like, no, like he's sitting there, four hundred and thirty pound fish, he's like, (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah he's just I mean, really like
0: we're, we're talking on radio so i gotta, gotta <laughs> explain but he's just manhandling this fish like it's nothing yeah. he's got one leg over the rail i'm like How, how's your arms doing buddy he's like fine this is awesome and the fish runs so yeah. he's screaming line for five minutes and then which cares.
3: is such a cool sound to me i don't
0: know yeah. i like yeah. that sound of the real yeah.
3: z yeah. you know so it, it is just cool.
0: like so yeah. you know and the whole thing was over in half an hour and nobody yeah. broke a sweat yeah. like there's no excitement it's yeah. all professional chris drives the boat chases the fish mark i mean at one point the the tuna actually went under the back of the boat so it got a little little tense there yeah other than that they brought him up they brought the hook out and, and grabbed his tail put the rope on she's done like you this. were hanging off the side
3: of the boat to get that
0: footage though. yeah yeah that was cool i did get some really good footage i was literally oh. hanging like off the boat cool. in the water it's like and then, my
3: legs over there i'm just hoping don't fall in the water. <laughs> well, actually,
0: you, you can hear it on, on the film. I don't know if we am going to be able to put uh, yeah. it in the episode, but I'm like, if I fall off, guys, like, don't worry about me. Just get the fish in. Get the fish in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can
3: swim. Don't worry about me. In the yeah. Atlantic
0: but, Ocean. Never
4: mind but, our little camera. But.
0: Yeah. Say, saying that, though, like five kilometers from us, the guys were bringing in an 800-pound tune and a great white come up at the dock and bit it in half.
4: Oh, my gosh.
0: Wow. So it's yeah. not water you want to be swimming in. No. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, no. But no, it was cool. And then we took it to market, so I filmed the whole thing getting weighed. And then they grated the fish. And I had the oh fish grader my. come over and talk on camera. To oh. And as meat.
3: the guy is just explaining what the piece of tuna he's just taken from their yeah. fish looks like, Buddy in the background fires up a chainsaw and cuts the tuna's head off. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, there is no... And he's just like... So this is a little lean. All of a sudden, it's like... <laughs> And I saw it and that tuna's head just falls off and rolls over and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> can we, that, that just happen? Get, like, it's, it's a little brutal for some people for TV. Okay, I think. I'm sorry. Can you can you go back? Yeah, it's like <laughs> a. Back that up. (laughs) I mean, these guys are, but they're just processing. Get this out. There's the buyers waiting. He wants to know what he's paying for this fish. And And I mean, because they got The
0: quality of the meat too, right? Like, so we hooked up. He called the buyer and made a three o'clock appointment or got us in at 315. There was another boat that hooked up that got a Mm -hmm. three o'clock appointment. This was one thirty by the time we we fought that fish. So they have no cooling equipment on the boat. So we literally had to swim that fish to get the adrenaline and the amino acids out of the meat. Uh And then they, they start to bleed them out. So you're dragging a 430 pound fish that's bleeding in the Atlantic Ocean where there's great white sharks. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like, that's hey, where basically
3: it's... basically just chumming the water hoping to get yeah. back to your appointment <laughs> on yeah, time.
0: right? So <laughs> With a whole fish. That's where it starts getting intense is is at that of point because then you start thinking because you're just trolling very slow and you're like, okay, we're he's got 10 gallons of blood on him and a great white shark can smell one drop from five <laughs> yeah. miles. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, can we go now, man? Like, Anyway, yeah. so we we get in there very fast. They get the crane out. They pick the fish up. Like, they're on a timer to not spoil this meat. Yeah. So it's like, man, everything's like bang, 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 bang. Like I that. Mean, nobody's Ho-
3: sitting around waiting for you to get your little interview piece, to get no. your thing, to get this fish moving, right? But I was just like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 13 <laughs> I just minutes. I saw
3: the head off. And then he's just <laughs> kind of laughing and singing fins and tail. And <laughs> Okay. I mean, I was not worried about it, but I can see there could be viewers where we might have to like cut it right when he says shows it fade out, cut next.
1: So, what did the fish sell for?
0: Uh, they didn't tell us, but the the buyer, the grader that was there I think was not being completely honest about the grade of the fish <laughs> by Chris's reaction because I wanted to do a post interview with Chris when we right. got the boat back. And we had to move ours because, like, they processed a 400 pound fish in 14 minutes and yeah. it was on ice and done. Mm-hmm. So we had to move our boat so the other guys could come in. And Chris got off the boat in his truck and left. Oh. <laughs> so he's thinking about $10 a pound. And that's about it. If he's yeah. lucky. So, uh, you know, all in all, that's a $4,000 day, but. Oh, the yeah. same.
1: He yeah. figured he got. He figures that he didn't get treated fairly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well,
0: see, there's American buyers and there's Japanese buyers, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we were dealing with American buyers. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah. So they literally stopped catching fish because the Americans only had two more days there, while I was down there. I only had a week down there. Mm-hmm. Um, the day I left, the Japanese were buying again, and they got a double header. They got a six hundred pounder and a five hundred pounder. Oh, wow. In the same day.
1: Ooh.
3: And that was the wow. day you left.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: those were better. <laughs> those were better paydays. Yeah, so yeah. you were actually trolling for them. You weren't sitting.
0: I uh, know we we were sitting, moving like you, you move the boats around. He kites like I don't know if you, did you yeah. have you seen like where they put yeah. the kite up? Yeah, completely amazing. Yeah. But the problem where we were there was zero wind. Like we were we'd get wind and then we'd get no wind, get wind. So he threw the kite up and it would fall and, <laughs> the kite up, and it, he was getting angry and we weren't into fish but. Um, so, what they do is they let line out and then they put a balloon on it. Yep. Basically, like a bobber. It's really, oh, it's really okay. cool. And he's streaming the line out and you just wait for him. At one point, I was watching the sonar. There's mackerel. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I'm talking mackerel, his sonar screen's 10 by 12. Yeah. From 25 feet to 100 feet is solid fish. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. then they'd go by <clears throat> and then you'd see the tuna. And you'd like go you go out just and watch.
3: you catch your, your bait. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the mackerel go by on the sonar and then you'd see the tuna. Yeah, like so, they're they're literally hurting them up. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so
2: well, cool. Well, we haven't fished for tuna before, but well, we have, but it
1: was uh yellowfin, it was yellowfin and it was yeah. it was off like Costa Rica and all yeah. that, like the Maui Water Maui waters. No, no, that's that's a different fish altogether. But, yeah. but the yellowfin tuna, um, they travel with the dolphins. So down the there, they have uh, they yeah them. the spinner dolphins, and the reason they call them that is because they jump in the into the air and they spin. Oh, like yeah. they, they rotate and then follow it back. And they they travel in great big huge... Pods. Pods, I guess. I don't know, like hundreds of them. And what it is is the dolphins are very, very efficient hunters, killers, right? And they circle the bait fish up and they go in there and they stun so many. And the tuna are down below this. And the ones that the, the dolphins stun or whatever but don't eat all filter out and down oh, below yeah. and that's where the tuna are. So you take and we we were just using... It was like a, a big lead headed jig, about mm-hmm. that big, and it was probably two, three ounces worth of lead weight, just plain lead. And you just fling that out and just let it count down, count down, count down, count down. And then you jerk it a few times and let it count down, and all of a sudden, it would, boom, it'd unload. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you know, 20, 30 pound tuna, I mean, it was a huge fight. But yeah,
4: it was yeah. it was fun not because the same.
1: <laughs> we, <you> know, <laughs> it's not it's, it's not, pounder, it's, not yeah. it's not 500 pounds by any means. Yeah. But it was it was so cool because as it, soon as everybody would see these dolphins and it's like literally watching a flock of seagulls or or ducks or whatever come over the horizon. Well, these here come these dolphins and everybody like, would, yeah. all the boats would pick up well, and in head it, after them. That, right? That's the actually how
0: we found the bait fish coming out. Is they were looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. That excitement in the and water. And they
2: well they have the tower boats they call them. So yeah. they're like a 35 foot wide beamed boat but oh. the, ta- the captain sits in the tower and huh. he can see so much further than you can standing yeah. on the deck so yeah yeah and that's what he's watching for well it's oh, really cool funny.
1: because any th- those those fish down there in the warm water that they're all very surface oriented so maui maui that you're talking about uh anytime there's a piece of trash floating on water a log or whatever they go by it because they're there there are minnows that that live, you know, that hide in in the shadow of that tree, and the Maui Maui are below it. So when you're up at the tower, you can actually see the shadow or the shape of that Maui Maui underneath that tree or whatever. Sometimes it's a A crater. (laughs) Just
2: (laughs) just ocean trash, right? Like just, you know, might be a little patch of seaweed that's all balled together, but the the Maui Maui will be just lying below it. it. And <laughs> we'll go buy it, and then and, and you know it's going to happen. So yeah. my yeah. buddy
1: Joe Ludquist Lund, says he says, can you imagine being a Maui, Maui He says your whole life is, is sitting there staring up that piece of garbage floating around. Where it goes, you go. He says you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joe thinks oh a lot my. about
0: things like that. Shower thoughts. Oh, that's
4: funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but
0: that's going to be fun there in the show this year. That, uh, oh, like yeah. Is, yeah. That yeah, yeah. That,
4: you know, that, that, it's that was an incredible experience. Something different. Yeah. That
1: stuff. was the one thing that I, I would have uh, had said to anybody was, uh, um, and I, I said it to, like, Jason Peterson when he first started. He, his, his first show was, <laughs> was Hunting Canada, and then two years later was Hunting Canada and beyond, and then he changed it to, to, to his last, uh, yeah. last version where Hunting in the Wild. And, but I said, don't limit yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you guys have, I mean.
3: it's be, Like I said, I I would hire somebody to give me a description of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, basically I've rounded it down to if it involves hunting dogs. Yeah. And hunting birds. Because I guess, you know, I mean, you've got cat dogs and you've got yeah. bear dogs and stuff, yeah. which we don't deal with. But, you know, like it, if it has to do with hunting birds with dogs. That's us. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, and, th- and that's
1: that. Th- that's a neat thing, though, because I mean, you you have uh, so much. Uh, there's so much background there that you, that you can work on. I mean, there's the training of the dog. I mean, you yeah. must get all kinds of questions about. We, how we do, the and time. we
3: run basic obedience classes. Yeah, I've seen that on your Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, we're actually quite looking often. for a new facility right now because our old one sold.
1: Oh no! We're
3: using the old Pards Riding Arena. Yeah. Oh. So that was awesome because it's just. I mean, we don't charge a lot for the classes. Yeah. So the rent of a facility has to stay low because we don't own a facility. Of course. So now we're on the lookout for a facility before we can run classes again. Summer's great because we can do it in a field or do it wherever. But now in the winter, and a lot of people even ask us about that. Are you guys running classes again? Are you running classes again? We have a lot of people interested in classes again, and we want to help. But (laughs) (laughs) without a facility. But we've covered, you know,
0: like we've covered – the first year was training. Yeah. Um. That was with the river litter. Yeah. And then you guys were just learning how to hunt waterfowl. And yeah. then we went through our breeding program. <clears throat> so I showed what it took for us to breed a dog. Um. The health testing, all that stuff. We went through it, the hips, the eyes, the elbows. Heart. And heart. Mm. Neat. Why, why we do that is to ensure that we're not passing on any genetic flaws because a lot of the purebred dogs, quote, quote, end quote, um, have... Everybody looks at them like they have a lot of problems, like, oh, you know, you guys, right. you know, the German Shepherd has bad hips. Yeah. Do you know what's you know? funny,
3: and I was sort of digress a little bit, but when you go and research a breed, we we're talking about, you know, understanding mm-hmm. a breed lots of times, and I was thinking about it the other day, is that it says what problems they're um, prone to. prone to have, mm-hmm. and GSPs are prone to have bad hips but that's put out there like that. Yeah. Yeah. But now that I think about it and now that I understand more in the breeding and stuff, it's like, well, but if you go to a good breeder, your dog's not going to have that problem. Yeah. Barring any, you know, major accidents and yeah. and things, but in general, that's that's not fair or to classify the dog as being prone to having that. If you rescue one or if you go to a backyard breeder or unfortunately a puppy mill that most people don't realize are from, those are things that you could have issues with. But
0: that's why we did that in the show is to put that out to people and say, you know, 50, 75 years ago, yes, the short hair was prone to bad hips. This is what we've done to fix it. Right. So we actually get them certified by the uh, um, OFA.
3: Yeah.
1: Orthopedic. Foundation of America. Oh, okay.
3: But isn't that,
1: though, typical of today of people today of, of the world today is that everything is a list everything ha- mm-hmm. has you know you've got a check checklist and you can either check the box or not not check the box i mean who hasn't been on facebook and seen the you know the 25 smartest breeds of dogs yeah. you know and and you know that your dog is number 17 or this dog is number two or whatever that yeah. is such a pile of bunk. It's like yeah. saying, you know, it's here's the 25 smartest kids, you know. And it, yeah, it's subjective
3: <laughs> to whatever they decided they were looking at that day.
1: Yeah, but then then you have a, that preconceived notion, like you say, yeah. with the hip dysplasia and, the, and, and the, no. the shepherds. Everybody everybody worries about that. Well, there, there's probably other breeds that are as equally as bad yeah. as the shepherds. Absolutely, or but, worse. But nobody nobody knows about it, right? Yeah. It's like the... The uh, you know the pit bull and everybody oh, believes yeah. that they're so violent and all that. And I believe the dog, the, the worst biter per ca- per capita per dog is the La- boxer. labrador retriever. Lab the lab, lab. yeah. Okay. And, and that that's I mean no because now, numbers, numbers,
3: yeah. numbers are going to say yeah. shepherds are actually horrible for yeah. biting people.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. Y- and yet the pit bull gets gets the rap. And then it, right?
3: actually, if you really dig into it, and then I mean again, it's based on what you're looking at, but small dogs. Yeah. Small yeah. dogs are horrible for biting and biting kids and damaging children. But they don't get reported and then don't make the news but right. the problem because with pit balls, they didn't rip the arm off. Yeah. 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 The
0: problem with pit bulls is they were bred to bite and hold on to cattle. Mm-hmm. That is what they were bred and designed to do is to work cattle. So oh, they would go okay. up to a twenty five hundred pound bull and latch onto that thing and do not let go. <clears throat> and not let go. Yeah. So replace that bull with your arm. yeah Yeah. right so the the damage factor of a pit bull i love them i've
3: oh we've we've worked with tons yeah love it
0: but the problem is the 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 damage that can be done by a pit bull is horrendous compared to yeah a yorkshire um, terrier yeah and and, and that's just it
3: but the yorkies has bit and bit and bit and bit and bit you've got a problem yorkie but nobody takes it seriously
0: well it's like the mexicans i don't do mexicans in my class Chihuahuas. (laughs) (laughs) Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I I'd let that to. hang there come for a minute. Up, <laughs> come, 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 come I was like, I was going to let that hang there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> chihuahuas.
3: Okay, but you did help a little baby chihuahua. Actually, talk about that for a minute. Um, at Bone and Biscuit, here in, <laughs> here in town, they did a dog wash and nail clipping. Yeah. And we go and we support them wholly because they've supported us for three years now. Yeah. And um, we went down there and I watched a woman get out of her car, put her little dog down. It was a chihuahua. Put her little dog down. It starts yapping at every What's her first reaction? She picks it up. Oh. And she brings it over. And this thing's nails are like almost curling under her oh. poor feet. Because she hates getting her nails done. Hates it. Yeah. She bites everybody. Loses her mind. So I said, Josh, take the dog. And, of course, he's just like. I, I don't take, want. To. Yeah, he's like, as like, take the dog. We need to help. So Josh gets a hold of the dog because he can hold it and settle it down, and, in a way that's just calming. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> nicely holding the dog, um, and while the owner's there, Ange tries clipping the nails. So the dog's loose in his mind. So we told, you know, the lady, you know, do you mind? Come hang out outside. They're gonna deal with your dog if you don't mind. And she's like, sure. So of course the dog settles down right away. Because now yeah. she's not protecting yeah. Yeah. that woman and stuff, right? So Josh is just walking around with the dog, which I got a picture of and put on Facebook. <laughs> 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 with the little dog. But, um, and just and just assuring the dog that Josh is not going to hurt it. Just chill out. But I, ha- in the meantime, I had the opportunity to talk with this woman. And I was talking to her about dogs. And this is the first little dog she's ever had. She's always had big dogs. And I said, so why do you treat it differently than any other big dog? I said, when your big dog barks, do you pick it up? She's like, no. Yeah. So why do you pick up that one? You've now told it. Good job. It's okay. Yep. Thank you for barking at everyone. And I'm going to elevate you to everybody else's status. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. And she just looked at me and she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. Well, think about it. If your dog or your kid is hurt, you're going to comfort it and tell yep. it good job. Yep. Or has done something. I said, if your dog does something really, really great, what do you do? You pick it up, you pet it, you tell it's a good job. Yep. Yeah. Well, he doesn't understand the words good job, but nope. he understands you picked it up and petted it. Yeah.
1: There is no reasoning with dogs. No. Oh, no. In, in their world there is you're either the boss yeah. or, or or you're or you're or the, you're not. Or you're not. And there there's just no sure. people try and reason with the dog. Oh, please don't do that. What? No. Are you stupid? No, I'm <laughs> yeah. saying that which we had a like
0: I had just gotten out of the shower, and I wasn't wearing a towel, so we didn't roll cameras on this. <laughs> <laughs> but Thank we, you. We, Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Thank you, little baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we had a perfect example of that. Now, uh, pack order is pretty, pretty much what you're talking about, and who's the boss and, yep. Yep. and stuff like that. And that, This question comes up all the time. Do we run our dogs as a pack? 100%. Now, Gypsy's in heat. Would, um, she's an intact female. Then we have Cricket. Um, another intact female. Now, River, our intact male, went over to try and breed Gypsy, and Cricket got in between them.
3: Well, So, by breeding, meaning he's really super interested in Gypsy, who's his mom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, so anyways, I mean, and th- there's no breeding going on in our house, and not that we would ever let those yeah. two anyways. But, I mean, there's no breeding in our house, so we're very, very careful with that.
0: But cricket anyway, what I was saying was Cricket yeah. got in between there to block River and why she did that is because that's not his place because he is not the alpha male in the house. Oh. Oh. So that is Cricket's job in the in the pack <laughs> as the enforcer. So she put herself between Gypsy and River. Uh-huh. To stop him from even attempting to breed her because it's not his place. It's not his place oh. yeah. to decide. He doesn't get to decide what's He's happening. He's not the alpha wow. male in the house. So that's how that's how important that dynamics is yeah. in a pack. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. I did not know that. And if that's I was, cool. had a little more clothes on, I would have filmed it. <laughs> because it was a perfect example of how a pack works and how yeah. pack dynamics work. Yeah. 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 You hear our killer
1: dog. He's he he must have seen a shadow.
2: Oh, he's behind there. Yeah,
1: growling. I can yeah. hear growling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he growls a lot. I don't know why. Yes. Yeah. He he's how but long? We, how
2: long d- we had him now? Since the end of Five April. Five months. Five yeah. months. Yeah. April, he's right.
1: getting better. He's fitting in better. Well, yeah.
2: we got him, and I said to Richard, "Are you sure you want to do this? Because I was getting on a plane to go to Toronto." <laughs> yep. Sure were. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was like, yeah. Well, it's gonna work or it's not gonna work. Like he'll fit in. Yeah. He'll you know. And he, and he
3: has fit in, I mean, with a few... there has been a couple and of days And there's habits. always, yeah. you yeah. know, and I mean, that's always just what it is. And then, yeah. you know, you talk mm-hmm. about alphas and 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 who's the number one and stuff. And we always have to t- explain to people, especially when they have a couple of dogs and introduced a new one and, and stuff. It's like, well, it's not them. You're the leader. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. And in a house with a lot of girls and stuff like that, I mean, you've got males, so it's not as bad. But when we deal with our females... It's up to the girls in our house, yeah, yeah. to deal with. And we're I the boss. Can,
0: I can physically break up a fight in my house between the girls, but it'll it'll happen as soon as I walk away. Yeah, it's her and Kathy have to deal with. Yeah. that and break the dogs up. If they get up and get in there, the dogs split. If wow. I get up, I can physically remove them, but they won't because yeah, that's they're not respecting isn't it. That's yeah. not your spot. Okay. That's not Very my place.
3: Well,
2: none of these boys are intact. Yeah, know, so we don't have that to worry about, and we do have that dynamic in our
1: yeah. house too. Yeah. But there still is exactly. dominant stuff that goes on, absolutely. Oh. There is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, no, there's I
3: mean a deference. Sort them, they
2: right? sort themselves out right, down. yeah. It's very right. interesting because you know, Fuddy here, we introduced you to him earlier, but he's 12 and a half,
3: yeah,
2: and he, he's the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. still the guy, yeah, 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 it's and, just the, way and it goes. the young guy, even though he's physically more yeah. dominant, he's very deferential you know yeah. he always lets the other two go in and out of the door before he does and they all you know it's, it's just respect too right yeah.
3: and i mean i mean you want to talk about our pack dynamics at home mm-hmm. um oh. so we have cricket and gypsy and they were josh's first females and like you're talking about with two lines you pick one you pick one yeah um gypsy had her litter kept a male we kept river mhm so then when cricket was bred we kept female with the intention of breeding Dutton river and that would be our own yeah line right so <laughs> it's always kind of a toss-up who who's higher or not in the pack between cricket and gypsy um, in certain instances it seems to kind of go back and forth but they're both top just you know just just know they're both top yeah now In a natural order, (laughs) Dot, being Cricket's daughter, would take over next. Mm
4: -hmm. Right.
3: So Dot challenges Gypsy. We have more fights in this last year and not that we always have fights. I mean, we break up way more and that's what we teach a lot of people is how to understand what is going on and you break it up before it gets. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not always staring at your dog's even with <laughs> as many as we have, right? I mean, you know, so, so, so you do miss some cues or you're just that split second too late or you think you have it and then all of a sudden they're like, no. Yeah. But now we have, it's it's been interesting to watch. Cricket now backs Dot in a fight. Oh. She backs Dot when Dot challenges Gypsy. So it becomes now a triple threat. So now it's, you're not just watching the two, you're also keeping Cricket out. Cricket's actually been an interesting mom. (laughs) She's way more mom than I ever thought. She is a hunting dog, and that is what she gets up and lives for every day. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, she was a really good mom to her puppies, and I well, again, instincts—that's great. But to watch her in keeping Dot, she gives Dot food. She doesn't. Cricket doesn't share food with anybody. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like she would growl if another dog and and not fight growl because they all eat very very well but yeah if another dog tried to stick their head in there she's gonna let them know that's not a good idea yeah, yeah. but if Dot tries she either moves and completely gives her her food or she'll grab a mouthful and put it on the floor for Dot really oh, <laughs> wow and I'm like are you mental Dot <laughs> has enough food so we just keep Dot under there right like yeah no. um, Gypsy's a groomer she likes to groom River a lot. she grooms um especially when she's going into her heat cycle and stuff she gets super groomy if she thinks about grooming dot she'll go over there and kind of start sniffing her cricket right over
4: right over pushes her
3: right out of the way that's mine cricket doesn't groom dot (laughs) but is certainly not but But it's been really interesting like i mean
1: it's 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 funny though when you talk about the you know these instinctual um uh Actions and reactions and that. Is hunting instinctual to them? Hundred percent. Yeah. Way
0: like you have no idea how true that statement is so amazing to watch. Well here's here's the thing.
1: The old boy is dead on hunter. And this guy, like not from anything we've done, is is an amazing uh bird dog. He 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 trees some he you know, he know he instinctually points all that kind of stuff. Gunner yeah. would, would would run through a like a bowling ball through 10 pins uh, down at the alley would run through the mall to go get the stick on the other side of them to bring back. Yeah, yep. Like he just doesn't and have that's the
3: birdie. And that'll be He's a lot not. of breeding and what and, and
0: who went into. No, we were talking earlier about that, the form, and this is where if you get onto the function side of that breeding, and that's what we do. So I don't breed a dog until she's proven. Right. Right. So I will hunt at least two seasons. I prefer three over a dog before I say, okay, yep. You're, you're good enough for breeding. Mm-hmm. So this is where Dot's at right now, where we've got an American championship and a Canadian show championship on it. So both sides of the border, she's good to go for yeah. form. And she's just started her hunt training. Right. So I took her, this spring I took her to Vancouver with River. I had to put one more leg on his title. Right. So you have to run three legs, three times you have to run. For hunt titles. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna throw a dot in the car. I'm going to Vancouver. It's eighteen hours. Like, I might as well take her out. It's twenty five dollar entry. See what she does. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you that kid got out of the car and I literally rich. It was the funniest thing. I walked up to the judge and I'm known for having really good dogs. And I walked up to the judge and said, I'm I'm going to tell you, I have no idea what's going to happen when I take the leash off this dog. I have done zero training. Like mm-hmm. She might take off over that hill and <laughs> go Grab a cocktail or yeah. something. You <laughs> <know>. like, <I'm, laughs> really not. I have no idea. And he said, well, let's find out. Well, I took the leash off that dog, Rich, and she had the best run of the day. She found five birds in less than 20 minutes, and you get usually a half an hour for the run. So the way you hunt a dog is the wind nose in the wind all the time. Yes. And while the wind was blowing on our backs at that end of the course where we started, she blazed down to the other end and started working back herself. She found the first bird in like 45 seconds. Wow. So we literally had to run down there. I put that bird up. She's on another one. She's on another one. She's on another one. And she was done. And he said, man, that was the best run I've seen today.
1: Do <laughs> you know what I think is the most awesome place that you could ever train a dog? Um, our son, i built building a home for him right now mm-hmm. in, in Red Deer. And uh, he's got a three acres out of uh, out of a farmed quarter and so the rest of the quarter is in is in barley and his uh we got the rosie dog we got nope. the, this year and she's just i think she was 14 months or 12 months when he got her yeah something like that but she's just she's really a real hard hunting dog but you could take and, and she just constantly wants to fetch for you you take and throw something out into that barley well, she, the only way she can find it is with her nose. Yes. Yeah, now can't that see. is so bloody amazing to watch yeah. that work back and mm, forth yeah. and, and she's you know, she's jumping up they're trying to see all mule the time. Deer. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the mule deer and <laughs> that but her nose that all the time. her yeah. nose is just boom 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 and she's yeah. you know, cuz that's the only way she can find that is with her nose. Yeah. So I th- I th- I was just, you know, I'm working away, you know, and every now the dog brings the things back to me and I throw it out there and I'm thinking that's a pretty good spot to train them. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's really awesome. And I mean, one of the things that's been the hardest that I have found um, shooting all this footage is shooting upland. Shooting waterfowl is difficult in the way that the birds are coming in. Now find them in your monitor. (laughs) You know, and you're trying to aim your camera. You're trying to find them. These guys are calling you. They're bringing them in. You're, You're still trying to find them. You're yeah. getting zero footage right now. You are catching clouds. Yeah. You know, and you catch them and oh, oh, there they are, you know, and you're trying to get them in focus and you're, you know, so that has its challenges. You know, yeah. it's not like big game hunting where you're just like, pff, still. There's the she deer. makes
2: it sound so easy what am i <laughs> doing
3: <laughs> <laughs> in comparison never done it never done it i will call it that i'm watching the guys in this tree stands just hold the camera oh no, that's deer. not hunting. right yeah exactly okay agreed agreed um but now this upland stuff i hope nobody minds wiggly footage because how do you, you can't no. cameras are heavy yeah. And camera, and a tripod next to forget it.
1: Oh, hey, listen, we could tell you nightmares about you know. this. We, we we end up going to Nebraska. We're supposed to be going down there to go um, muzzleloader hunting for, for both whitetail and mule deer. Well, we get yeah. down there, and this guy wouldn't know a deer if it, if it knocked him out of his, out of his nice his chair sad. at the table. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. down there, they actually have the greater prairie chicken. yes the greater prairie chicken
4: yes (laughs) oh yeah it was really something we go out
1: and and, um yeah they do this this was what 2000 2001 wasn't it was like a year or two after we'd started the show so yeah and uh we we go down there and and tj is not a good cameraman um (laughs) not not for this in this situation yeah that's not uh tj swanky is it (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so here's what the deal was is that you're out and we're going across the, the sand hills in 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 uh, nebraska and these birds explode up at your feet and yeah, and uh you know i says well he says do you think you can get one of them on camera i says well, i say if you can kill one of them with a shotgun i can get it on camera so that's what we did so <gasps> for two days we march around and i'm holding the sony like this all this yeah, time Yeah, and it's the I, big up,
2: camera uh, up yeah
1: the, the eyepiece is right here all the time it comes up and and it so it we go through all kinds of batteries because it had to be on standby nonstop, right? Yeah. Because all I got to do is hit record and, yeah. and be on in focus.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, we got, I even got a double. I even caught him getting nice. a double. Probably the only double he's ever shot in his life because we've always teased him that it with a with a, uh, over-under, he could always take that first one and just throw it in the bush and it <laughs> the same. And he, yeah. always, says, he always, always said, That's always the test this. shot. Yeah, you know, the, the first around. one was just a ranger. Yeah, for yeah. ranging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, the, so that, I've done a lot of, shooting for birds and that. And, um, yeah. Upland is the toughest.
3: And then trying to catch what is happening. Um
0: The story that goes along with it. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is yeah. You're, you're yeah. trying to capture a story with the Upland. Yeah. Like
3: we took Dot out and I mean, I hope the footage doesn't <laughs> count well enough. I mean, so it was one of her first times. It was her first, one of the first times actually hunting Pheasant. We've taken her out as a baby puppy and just let her run around. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great, but Um, to watch her run around like, oh, this is a great walk, yay, and run and run and run and run and run. What was that? What was that? You know, but then watch her find a bird, try to figure it out. You know, when you can see this happening, try to figure it out. And then point one, we tell her to hold. But at this point, it was the point was to get her excited for and understand what she was getting. Mm Mm-hmm. So she didn't have to hold, so, but we would get as close as we can before she flushes the bird, and we'd shoot it. So I'm trying to get all of that on camera and then watch her progress from puppy running around on a really fun walk to finding a bird to figuring out that if she finds those birds, we shoot those birds, and she gets to fetch them up. Yeah. That is like the biggest goal. And then to actually watch, I mean, if you know your dog well enough, the expression on her face change when she's running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not just running around anymore. She is head down, yep. purposely using the scent. You can watch her use that scent cone where she'll run out of it, spin right around like their nose pretty much stays as their body moves yeah. and comes back and, and being able to capture all that and keep up. Because, I mean, I'm Zoomed. Because as soon as things are happening, I'm stopping, I'm Zooming. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm taking time walking up, I'm missing. And the camera's shaking all over. And, you know, and I'm watching all of this and I'll look up and I'll be like, no, I have to catch them. They are so far
2: away. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You know, so trying to, that has been my biggest challenge this year is trying to convey all of that on camera and and capture it so that, (laughs) I mean, we can do talk-ups, we can do, you know, over talk we can do you know all of that but to actually get it on film to explain yeah this is what's happening yeah look at dot running around like a puppy having a good day to figuring out a bird to you know and, and capturing it all Yeah, and I'm and telling you, shot.
0: that hunt that she's talking about like we literally went and I love watching it from a puppy to a finished dog we once she after that first bird we limited out over that dog in like uh 45 20? minutes yeah so. it was about 45 minutes and, <laughs> and we were just not only out there did we it. limit out we were walking out of the field and two guys were walking in without a dog and i was like okay walk towards me and i'll work my dog towards you bam like 30 seconds she pinned a double for them and wow. they got both birds that's like, so cool yeah, yeah you know and like we went out in the field with a puppy and come out with a you know a finished dog it yeah so cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm gonna ask you a question rich so you said you were in nebraska and what was it you were hunting
1: uh, we were supposed to be hunting mule deer and, and whitetail, but the greater prairie chicken is what we Prairie have. chicken, okay.
0: Yeah. So when people are walking around out in the woods here, and those gray birds that flush up in the tree, what are those?
1: The gray ones are are usually rough grouse.
0: So they're not chickens. Well, no, they're chicken. Yeah. No, oh, come on, yeah. guys. You're killing me. <laughs> and they're me. not woods. It's the bush.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is, uh, they all call it out in the woods. And uh, I'm like, really the always woods. called Didn't it I? chicken hunting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's chicken hunting. <laughs> thank yeah. you.
1: Thank you. But, du- 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 and I was raised shooting chicken with a 22. Right? <laughs>
2: I know. You, you <laughs> shoot chickens. Well, so one of the best stories of us going chicken hunting was uh-huh. we load up the kids <laughs> and we had a Brittany. We had a Brittany at the time, oh, right? Yeah. And she was a, she was a good dog but a family pet and we yeah. never i mean whatever hunting she did she kind of taught herself because we had her from a puppy but we we went out on this on what we called the old chicken road and yeah. it was just uh <laughs> i know, I know just it's driving that. him crazy I know, it's but hilarious. anyway on the way back we've got two quads we've got a little we called it the bob along trailer little blue trailer that we hauled along behind richard shoots a chicken and the kids were like The dogs. Like it's my turn. It's my turn. I get to go. You know. So one of them goes in and it's like, Dad, I can't find the chicken, and Richard's like, Oh, for crying out loud, blah blah blah. And then I hear him, Sandy, what? So
1: I go, I go in after. Yeah. And send the kid back. Yeah. Right.
2: Get the kids on the quad and get the f out of here. What's going on? There's a grizzly with two cubs. The chicken's between the cubs and, and the mama. Yeah. We're
3: just going to let them have
2: that one. We're going to go. So <laughs> he backs up, gives the gun to me. I sit backwards on the quad like Annie Oakley. Yeah. The kids are way have, down the we road. We have a
0: twenty-two. Yeah. with us. Yeah. That's it. No, no big rifle. gun.
2: Yeah. No <laughs> big gun. Probably yeah. the, the only time we've ever gone, right gone to the bush without a big gun. Yeah. Yeah. It was the last time we've gone to the bush without a big gun. Yeah. But she never came out. But. No. No. But he'd no. put a couple shots into the tree right by her and kind of sprayed yeah. a little bit of bark in her face. and, and Yeah, said, so, yeah, move, move it but along. But we get back to going? the truck, and the kids had locked the doors. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently grizzlies can open
3: <laughs> truck doors. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny no. Yeah, Josh went out on hunting one time
0: Yeah. so well two things you realize when you broadcast this I'm going to re-edit it and every time she said chicken I'm going to put the word grouse <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Cricket who I bought is like exceptional field trial lines and uh, as a puppy we went out gr- grouse hunting one time <laughs> Rough he grouse. almost said it <laughs> Was <Ticket. that> close? <laughs> <laughs> but so she goes she goes into the bush and uh she's on on point and then she takes off into the bush and I'm like, What's this? Why'd this dog break point? Like I could see the bird in front of her. It was a grouse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a
1: grouse.
2: Yeah.
0: But uh anyway, this this grizzly bear comes beating out of the bush and with my dog on its back. Oh and I'm standing there with a four ten.
3: <laughs> single shot. Single
0: shot, four ten. So I'm like, Do I shoot the dog? Do I eat the gun? How's this work? But cricket Cricket thinks bears are rabbits, and Daddy needs to shoot rabbits. So once the bear had run by me with the dog on his back, she jumped off the bear and turned it and brought it
3: back. You missed it. I'll bring it back to you. Like, what? No, stop. So,
0: yeah, so I'm standing beside the truck, and I'm like, i got to figure this out. So anyway, this bear comes barreling by me, and I just reach out and I grab the dog by the front leg as the bear takes off, cross the highway and up a hill, and I'm just standing there, and I'm like, i got to go. Like, so I call Cassie. I'm like, my my day's done. Yeah. I have to go. I just pulled the dog off a grizzly bear. Stop <laughs> at the store. I need a new pack of underwear. <laughs> underwear. Yeah. underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I go over to the neighbor who owns the field, and I pull into his driveway, and he's like, "Come on in." So I'm sitting at the kitchen table. I'm like, uh, "So if you're up there walking around, because I know you do, <laughs> there, that there's a grizzly bear in, in that top field." No. Yeah, Al, there's a grizzly bear in that field. No, no, I just flew over this morning. There's all black bears. You know, if the black bears were there, there wouldn't be a grizzly. I walk out in the truck and I pull a handful of grizzly hair out of the dog's mouth and I slap (laughs) it down on the table and I'm like, does that look like black hair? (laughs) And he's like, where did you get that? Out of my dog's mouth. I'm going home. (laughs) You do
4: what you want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) See? If you call him chicken, you'd relax. You wouldn't have all this anger. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral of this whole story. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just
3: Welcome to Alberta. It's yeah. the bush, and in the bush you
1: find chickens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go in the woods and find grouse. <laughs> oh, that's
1: oh, awesome. The woods, the woods. Oh, This has gone on for hours, people. We've had a lot of laughs here. Yeah, always. And uh, <laughs> we got to do it again
2: absolutely there's way too many stories to tell right right? oh
1: Oh. when you have
0: dogs i'm telling the the stuff that happens is just incredible yeah
2: when you go out in the woods (laughs) or the bush (laughs) or the bush you have stories to tell
1: Uh, well we uh wish you folks every success in the year coming up um we know the grind so we, we sympathize we we appreciate uh we love watching your dogs Absolutely love it. And oh, we are got a good year. Like, we've had a dogs. really good year this year. Like, it's going to make yeah. for some great TV. Good. That yeah. is excellent. That is excellent. And we like, we'll thank you anyway. And uh, we're going to have to wrap this up. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, thanks for being with us. Um, <laughs> it's always a pleasure to have guests. And it's even m- nicer when it's in our home. Yes. And so, thanks for inviting us out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Next time we'll have to do it when it's warm enough to have a. Uh, bonfire well
3: know. that was funny because rich said too he's like well we can come to your place i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> our house is chaos <laughs> yeah that's all right
1: yeah chaos you should have seen ours earlier <laughs> 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 all right well thanks for for joining us folks and uh we'll maybe see you out on the line